0: Hey guys, welcome back. This is Takeoff, and I'm your host, Orange. So, on my intro podcast, I talked about uh, that I was a flight attendant, male flight attendant, in the U.S. And yeah, so I started in 2016, I believe I said that, and I have been a flight attendant for four years, a little years and um, I absolutely love it. Love my job, love it, love it, love it. I used to work in healthcare for almost 11 years and I was miserable. I would sit in the parking lot dreading to get out my car when I was working in the hospital to go to work. Don't get me wrong, I love a lot of people I work with. They're really nice people and still keep in touch to this day. But I hated the job. I I just felt bored, felt like I was slowly dying. So I decided to give flight attendant one more try. And I applied. I applied and I got invited for training because the thing is with flight attendant is that when you apply, some airlines will tell you the, the day if you got an offer, CGO, they call it, contingent job offer, um, some will call you. My airline that I work for, they call they called me. They change it every year. That year that I was applying, they, they would call you if they wanted to offer you a CGO, a contingent job offer, which means that they're inviting you to their training. You're employed but not employed because until you pass training, you don't um you don't really have a job. You know, you don't really, you know, are not technically a flight attendant until you get your wins. And then you still have six months of probation, which all airlines are in the US, six months of probation is the standard. Um and so yeah, so I applied, went to uh four-week training and I met some incredible people. And it was an interesting experience, needless to say. I, if you, The only people that would understand are people that have gone through it. I can only explain, I'll try to explain it, this to people that have never been through a, such, such a training. It's, it's like, you become family, you become best friends, you, be, you become enemies, <laughs> who knows? However, whatever it is you wanna become. Uh, during training, but it's a great experience. You're together for four, four weeks. Some airlines are four to eight weeks long, depending on the type of aircraft they have, um, and and the you know their standard of training. My airline was four weeks, and we learned everything from emergency evacuations to uh, uh, admitting CPR and their standards of service. Uh, it was it was really intense because basically you had a test every single day, and you were only allowed to you were only allowed to fail one of the tests. You were only allowed one retake, and so if you failed the test, took the retake, failed the retake, you're going home. It was very stressful because as simple as the job might seem, and as glamorous and um, as fun as it might look on Instagram, on Facebook, via pictures and videos, it is very difficult to pass training sometimes if you don't focus. If you don't focus, if you don't uh, give it your give it 100%, it, you're not going to pass. Because I've seen, sometimes you'll start with, my class was a small class, sometimes you start with 40 people and you end up with 35 or 30, you know, like you, you'll... You'll see people leave, you know, not not leave, but like get eliminated due to testing. I um, I was fortunate enough that I I became friends with a lot of my classmates. Uh, We still have a good, uh, you know, we we still have a good friendship. Um, But it was, I just, it's just a, a family, a brotherhood when it is. When you're you're in training, especially flight attendant training. And the day you get your wings, it's so surreal. For me, it was so surreal. Like, I've always wanted to be a flight attendant for many years and tried and tried, but couldn't get in. You know, also due to because I was overweight. I'm still a little thick, but, you know. (laughs) Hey, it ain't ain't nothing wrong with having a little... uh, uh, thickness (laughs) but that day that I got my wings it was so surreal like I felt like I it was like an outer body experience like I can't believe it finally after so much so so many tries I finally got what I've always wanted it might not have been with the airline I wanted but it's with the airline that is right for me the airline that gave, gave me and has given me the opportunity to see the world and I would truly appreciate. it. You know, sometimes we get stuck at that we want to work for a certain company or certain do a certain thing. You know, when it comes to flight attendant, certain you know people are only wanting to work for certain airlines because of the destination they go to, blah blah blah. But sometimes you know it's not it's not the right airline for you. That's probably a higher power telling you, hey. I get you want to be a flight attendant, but this ain't the airline for you. Eventually the airline for you will say yes, and you would take it and learn. And if, who knows, in the future that, that airline might say yes to you if you keep applying to it. But take the opportunities that are given to you and run with it, learn. And, and that's what I did, I ran with it. I ran with the opportunity with the airline that said yes to me and I'm, I've been enjoying it for over four years now. And I've been to some amazing places. My first trip, uh, international or leisure trip that I did was a was going to Thailand. So I went from not going at all because I wasn't supposed to go to Thailand and coming in from a, from working a flight from LA to going out with my friends that were going to Thailand Drinking a few mojitos, and I'm saying, You should drop your trips and come with us to Thailand. Child, I just, I looked at that, I was like, You know what? Yeah, let's do this. In less than an hour, I dropped my trips, I booked my flights, and I was running around the mall trying to look for clothes to take with me to Thailand. It was crazy, crazy, crazy. I, um, that was my first trip with my friends from that I've met. I became friends with with my two close friends um, at a crash pad. And for those of you that might not know, I'm not going to go into full detail. I might give tell you my experience in a crash pad later on. But basically, a crash pad is an apartment or a house. Close to the airport, or semi-close to the airport, where you live with other flight attendants. Yeah, you, know, you, you. Some people live. Some people. It's not meant for you to live, but some people do live here discreetly. But they do. Some are not as as discreetly. Um. So a crash pad is meant for flight attendants and pilots to spend the night in base. So if I live in. I'm based in New York and I live in uh, Los Angeles. I come the day before, or a couple of days before, the day of, and and if I have standby or reserve, I have a place to stay in New York, a bed, a warm bed, a place where I can eat, shower, wash my clothes, safe, a safe place for you to spend the night or the the, the days that you have to be in New York for work. So basically, that's what a crash pad is. But later on, I'm sure I'll make uh, uh, a podcast telling you my crazy the crazy stories of uh, of my crash pad. <laughs> and let's just say I was in how many crash pads? One, two, three, four. I've been in four crash pads in a time span of two years two years or so? Yeah. Uh, because then I rented a room and then I officially moved to New York and now have my own apartment. So, but anyway, I met them at, at the crash pad. We became friends. We've been good friends for a while now. And um, and um so they were like, pop this stuff. Let me tell you, I don't know what? why I decided to go, but I am happy that I decided to go. I'm sorry. I'm in my apartment walking around talking to you guys. You might hear some noises. I'm getting <laughs> Um. So I, uh, I packed my stuff. I'm going to just tell you, this last minute trip has been the best trip I've ever taken in my life if you ever get the chance to do a last minute trip, do it because let me tell you those are going to be some fun experience we went from new york city to bangkok thailand and then bangkok thailand to phuket and i we've had some amazing time and then coming back we spent some time in japan in tokyo and then we went for two days, I believe it was two days to dis to or uh, to Los Angeles, and we went to Disneyland. Like it was crazy fun. I I loved it. I loved it. And um, I I don't think to this day I've never done a trip that I've, that I've had such good, you know, such a such an amazing time. I mean, I've been I've had great trips. Don't so get me wrong, but a last minute trip like that, oh, you I've been to also I've been to. Dubai. I've been to Dubai twice. I try to go every year, but this year, due to COVID-19, I haven't been able to go. Um, I've been to uh, Punta Cana. I do cruises. I mean, this career has opened so many opportunities for me. And I'm so grateful because a lot of people will say... I've been to places a lot of people wish they've gone. Um... And it's amazing. It's amazing. It's. I feel grateful and blessed. I just, I, know, I just wish that COVID nineteen would pass sooner <laughs> because I'm ready to travel. Like I'll be on on Facebook or whatever and on, on Instagram, and I look at these um, travel videos and I'm like, oh man, I want to go there. Oh, let me see. Let me see. Um, if I can book a trip, and then I realize, wait a minute, it's COVID. And then uh, all these countries and now the European Union now does not want Americans over there. I mean, with everything that's going, thanks to our president, we are fucked <laughs> big time. Like, and, and people not socially distancing and not wearing their masks and not doing what they have to do to to stop this virus taking over. You know, I think we're going to be isolated for a while from the world. It's going to be very few countries that are going to allow us to go in. But if they see that we can't get our shit together, they're not going to allow us in. So please, social distance, wear your fucking mask. Like, come on, do your fucking part. Excuse my language, but I get heated. Like, dumbass peoples, all these Karen and Kevin. You know who you are. And if you get mad about Kevin and Karen, guess what? You are the Karen and Karen. Karen and Kevin. So watch yourself, because I ain't the one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so this career is amazing. If you ever want to get into it, get into it. If you have more questions, any questions regarding this career, don't be shy. I'll be more than happy to answer your question. And I'll do it for free. I won't charge you. Okay, because I am a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, hope to talk to you later on. Um stay tuned. I'm coming up with some more stories about my crash pad and stories of my experiences on the plane with some of these passengers. And it's a hot bus. Okay, so holler! This is a takeoff with Nordic.